now we will begin the dance. This is the Brahms dance. And welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books, of the shows, of the George R. R. Martins. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Pretzels Getzian. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. I bless the rains down in Castamere. That's the only joke I wrote this week. I'm so sorry, everyone. Thank you. That's, Thank that's you all I that. got is Toto's Reigns of Castamere. I'm Brooks, um, a.k.a. Mr. Jokes. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> That would be a, actually a pretty good song, like all yeah. things, all things considered. Yeah, it was the first thing I thought of when I was watching the episode, and I was like, "Well, I can probably just coast on that for sixty minutes." Uh huh. That's, that's good enough content, yeah. right? Uh, today we're talking about season three, episode nine, "The Reigns of Castamere." It's when the thing happens. It's when like the last eight minutes of everything happens. Yeah, like things basically. started to happen, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's eight minutes left in this fucking show." What? <laughs> Why is it taking so long? Yeah. Uh, but more on that later. W- what did you think of it? <laughs> it was super good. It was. It, like Even the dialogue in the other parts of the episode, generally, I thought were better. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for anything involving Daenerys. Well, you know. Yeah. Water is wet. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I mean, the entire previously on was just, don't mess with Walder Frey, please don't oh, slight we, uh the the version I've been watching uh, doesn't have this with them, so I can't make jokes about that anymore. Oh, got it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's all just like, don't it, he doesn't like rain, we better hustle through this rain. And then they also show Sam killing another, mm-hmm. as if that was a big part of this episode. It, Not, they I, don't even talk about it. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, maybe there's a theory there. I don't know, Ooh, but okay. Uh, more on that later. Yeah. Um, when I was reading the books, I knew two things ahead of time. One is that Ned dies. Yeah. And one is that there's a thing called the Red Wedding. And I was like, <laughs> wow, that sounds very bad. Yeah. Right. I can't wait to get to it. It's not a very good color for a wedding at all. And it was like the most. The way I spoiled myself was like the most obvious way. I was, it was before I knew what the series was. I was like, I'm going to look up the Stark family because I don't know which of them is who. Right, yeah. And I was like, Ned Stark, that's the dad, dies at the Sept of Baylor. And I was like, oh, fuck, okay. That's a bummer. Yeah, I'm staying off this internet thing until I'm done with all of them. Yeah, I would, when I would, because I just didn't understand the show at all the first time through. Mm-hmm. And so after I would watch every episode, pretty much, I would go on gameofthrones.wikia.com or whatever and just like read the synopsis to make sure I got everything. Mm-hmm. And they're like the, it was like season four promos on the sides. And it was like Arya and Sansa and Tyrion and like not Rob and Kat. And I was like, that's a weird choice <laughs> that, that they're not seen as main characters, seeing as they're going to take Casterly Rock and King's Landing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. Ooh, I can't wait until we talk about that plan. <laughs> well, it's the first scene. It is? Oh, it is! Yeah, the very first scene is Rob playing with his amiibos. Yeah, Rob has all his amiibos out, and they're, like, gigantic. Yeah, they're the, they're all Mega Yarn Yoshis. It's weird that he has, like, 18 Lannisters and only, like, three Starks. Yeah. Like, if it was my collection, and it was Best Buy has, like, really... Like, you can't really rely on their stock. Yeah, they have, like, 800 Falcos and one Fire Mario. Yeah, right? Yeah, so. His plan is to assault Casterly Rock and, like, hold it? Like, Casterly Rock is a castle built into the side of a mountain. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
Like, it's not a little town. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, we can do it if we have Walder Frey's men. Have you seen any of these Frey's? They suck at everything. I could beat up these Frey's. Like, I, and I, I couldn't beat up myself. His plan, like, unless your plan is to, like, build a wall out of them and climb on top to get to the castle. Maybe. Like, you could, like, get a, you could get, like, a fire hose and shoot it at all the Frey's and, like, like, they would not want to be clean so much that they would probably run wherever you wanted them to go. <laughs> you could, they're just, they're you just could dirty herd boys, them. top to bottom. Yeah. You could herd them around. And he's like, and then he's like, what do you think of this plan, mother? And she's like, take it from them. Yeah, she's like, he, hey, mom. Uh, like, she's like, why are you asking me? I'm your dear old mom. And he's like, well, um, the last time I fucked up and killed two of your boys. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? And also, our home is gone and burned. And she's at first she's like I don't, I don't know, and then it like cuts back to Rob, and then back to her, and she's like Emperor Palpatine. She's like, kill, it. kill that. Yeah, where did you get that hood? That was weird. Do it. Like, okay, mom. Mom, take that off. You're scaring me. Anyway, they have to go to a wedding, and then we get Chekhov's bread and salt. Yeah, right. Like the only time this is ever shown in the series. Yeah, and like, then like Walter Frey has to exposition it, like under the seven. And I'm pretty sure, I always assumed that, that, like, bread and salt, it just means, like, oh, you ate food here, so you're safe. Yeah. Not literally, here is bread dipped into salt in, like, an ornate bowl. Here's a bowl of salt. It was a giant bowl of Imagine showing up to someone's party, like, a viewing of anything, and they're like, well, here's everything. And it's just, yep. a, like, crusty bread and an entire salad bowl of salt. Who's ready for Super Bowl 50? <laughs> the phrase are... <laughs> And the thing about Rob's, and this is, um, if this is the first time you're tuning in, me and Eddie don't know shit about the military, mm-hmm. but Rob is like, we can take Casterly Rock if we, if our reinforcements show up before them, but if they, sh- if King's Landing shows up first, we'll be caught between the army and the sea, and then we'll die. Couldn't you, like, get I some the whole, boats? Or, could, like, not go that way? Yeah, could you, like, super just do it different? Like I thought the whole point of having the phrase as an ally was like for a way of passage or like some yeah, way to, to get build around. a bridge. You're good at that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Walter should be super more worried about his immortal soul a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of all I was thinking about in this scene because he's yeah. just like pooping on the gods and like he's, he's not spry. No, not at all. But he's, yeah. He, but he, in the books, he's like 816 years old. Oh yeah. Every, like, Every other conversation between Frey's and the book is, when is this dude going to die? Me want my my inheritance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like that much, but... Yeah. Okay. And Edmund... Edmund looks you, like he ate a bee. Were you as a... Like, like, he had the most pouty dick this entire episode. He, he looks like a droopy dog that ate a bee. Oh, yeah. And his mouth is just all swollen up. Like, because... What's his problem? Is my sad wiener. Like, is it, he... He's ostensibly, we're supposed to care about him and want him to be happy, but... Like, the whole time we've known him, he's just been terrible at everything. Oh, yeah, he's fish theon. Yeah, (laughs) except without, like, the terrible mutilation. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, theon will, like, like, fuck a tree if you put a nice wig on it. Mm. But not him, he only likes pretty praise... Yeah. Even though he looks like droopy dog. Oh god, he looks like fucking, he has the squarest face of all time. <laughs> He's like the evolved form of PETA from the Hunger Games. <laughs> the dude has a really fucking square face. Anyways. Uh, yeah, these, why do the fray dudes wear the shitty, like, strap 
Like, what is it that they have on their heads? Yeah, like this is level it's, it's one like RPG a, game. Yeah, it's like a jockstrap turned sideways. I was thinking about it, like, this episode still feels really medieval, but mm. a- as soon as the Red Wedding happens, I just feel like it's a different show. Yeah, it really does. Like, I went on, like, Talisa's uh, Game of Thrones wiki page, and, like, I saw that, like, she's technically Sansa's sister-in-law, and that just, like, doesn't seem real to me, mm-hmm. because season five, season four and five just seem so far removed from everything else. Also, uh, speaking of Talisa, why is she here? Why is she here? <laughs> What is she here for? Like, what? <laughs> I, did they ever mention why he brings her there? Or, like, why she decides Because he super to... fucking does it in the books. Exactly. Because Jane Westerling even, is even, super pregnant. E- even... Or, that's the theory. Even at, like, age 14 in the books, he's like, he's, he's like, bringing you there, pregnant, and also as the wife that I married instead, is probably not the best idea. Yeah. Like, I know I'm on a train of these bad ideas, but this one seems even worse. So and I'm, even, I'm even through this episode, she's like, hey, King, give me kiss kiss. And, and then she's like, like no, maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> no, I can't. Like, what? What are you doing here? I'll give you the special kiss kiss later. Yeah. And... Well, the friends are like, I want some fucky. <laughs> yeah, me like... want fuck fuck. <laughs> and also here are all the names of everybody. Get it? There's a lot of them. Yeah, and he doesn't... And he doesn't even... He's like, my granddaughter, Wertha. Waldra. She's like, I'm, uh, okay, I'm imagine, imagine, like... Hey, I, I, we, at least I've done this goof before, but it bears repeating. You've been cast in Game of Thrones. Sweet. As an extra. Okay. (laughs) Of the Frey family. Uh, it's better than nothing. And your whole thing is that you look ugly. Right? The whole time I was thinking of the casting. I know. I was like, like uh, okay. I don't think I'm ugly enough to be a Frey, right? Maybe it's because everyone, you know how they make everyone on TV beautiful? Maybe they like uggo them up. Yeah. Like, that has to be... They just throw dirt clods at them. Right <laughs> like, they, they just show up and they're like, no, 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 you're good. Trust me. <laughs> like, you're good. Like, I'm ready for my ugly makeup. <laughs> Looks like you came prepared, buddy. Get out there. <laughs> you were born to play this show role. Show the Academy, you know, what they need to see. Um, we get a we get a heh from Walder, which is nice. Uh-huh. He's like, so love, that's what the Starks call it. <laughs> and we got, yeah, that, we, you only get one. Like, one yeah. heh and one har. Yeah, because in the books, he's constantly going between hat and mayhaps. Mm-hmm. It's real good. Uh, so yeah, he's like, I want fucky. Go away. It's wedding time. Yeah. Uh, Edmure's a fucking baby. He's pouty because his nephew's going to get a hotter wife than him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Walter Frey reveals that all the Freys have x-ray vision, or x-fray vision, as I call it. Because uh-huh. he can see through Tilisa's clothes, and he's like, I've, I'm old enough to see through clothes now. I've, um, I've reached level 99 and I've unlocked yeah, the end game right. ability. Like, I, Walter Frey is playing on New Game Plus. Uh-huh. So he has abilities that no one else has yet. And those are birthing hips. She's in, like, a potato sack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, what a fine body. He says, I think you betrayed me for firm tits and a tight fit. And you know he was practicing that in the mirror all morning. So that he That's didn't... a hard line to deliver. You betrayed me for term fits and a fight tit. Nope. Damn oh, it. Shit. Fuck. Cancel the wedding. <laughs> so, uh, Daenerys is there. Yeah, Daria knows about the secret <laughs> backdoor like, fuck tunnel. Just me and Kim, anytime, like, da- Daenerys shows up and I'm like, ah. And then Daria shows up and she's just like, ugh. Like, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> the worst. Anything to say about Daria? He has, like, such a terrible top mouth part. <laughs> 
And just the way his teeth come to a point. Uh-huh. He's like a swordfish. I just don't like <laughs> anything about him. He would he he, he would be a swordfish. And yeah, if they chose a swordfish. to change his character at any point to a different actor, uh-huh. I would You would um, appreciate it? Yeah, I would support that. <laughs> okay. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And he's like, all my men use this backdoor fuck tunnel, but not all men. I don't. Cause... Yeah, because slaves? Yeah, right? And Jorah's like, this idiot. And he's like, like, Daenerys is being so deliberately like, he's like, this is the back entrance to the city. She's like, where? <laughs> like, on the map, it's labeled like, here is the secret part. And he's like, allow me. And takes her hand and like, moves it an inch over to it. Yeah. Ooh. Jorah's like, I could show you where it is. Also, he's like, I know, I see it on the map. She's like, Jory, you're here for your for your advice, not for not to interrupt me <laughs> during council. Can't you see I'm Game of Thrones version of flirting right now? And was Jorah like, was he supposed to be hung or something? <laughs> not not like dick wise. I mean, ah, like yeah. like for a crime. Oh, like for treason. Yeah, because it looked like he had a neck <laughs> scar. I forget if that's a thing. Well, uh, I believe he was on the run from Ned, because he yeah. was in the north. Yeah. And then, yeah, he, like, he escaped ice by going over to the Narrow Sea. Okay, because he, he had, like, one side of his neck had a big scar on it. And I didn't yeah. know if that was a thing I forgot about. Yeah. Or yeah, if it he... was his gigantic dick that I was talking about. Yeah, it was probably the latter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it, really? Is yeah, pretty when, much. Is this when he tells Barristan, like, stay here. No one knows you're, everyone knows you're not good at fighting. Yeah, he's like, stop being prideful. Your job's to watch the queen, which I like, feel so like. Like, so is yours? Yeah, and this, like, Scooby Doo mystery, shouldn't he be the one that's like, I should stay back and watch the queen by myself without all these cock blockers around? He probably just wanted to follow Dario around so he knows he's not making fucky at all times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna catch him having fucky with someone else, and then she'll like me. <laughs> and just you wait. <laughs> then she'll see. Yeah. Fuck Jorah. Uh, my next note is Sam fucking nerd shit. Yeah, here's a hey, like. How long do you have to run away from a mythical ice monster to like slow to a walk and start talking about boring like Night's Watch history? If I like slain a beast of ancient like terror, I would never talk about anything else. Yeah, I just like hey 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 hey. Did you see that? Did you see that thing I did? Yeah, I know it was like 36 hours ago, and I have not stopped talking about it. But, but did you see it? Did you see it? He was like, he was like a window, and like I poked him, and he shattered. It was, and he's you like, were there. A, but now he's like, and there's a back entrance that's 50 feet wide, and you can only get to it by going northeast at this pace. Yeah, my old friend Daria Nahara showed me. And he, and, and then he tells, he's like, um, I read it in the book. Have you ever heard of those? Yeah, they don't have those where you're from. I think the thing about his story is that it's super interesting and one of like the most overtly fantasy things in the book mm-hmm. because the black gate it's like this thing under the night fort and to pass through the wall fantasy olmec is like down there yeah and you have to like say the night's watch vows to him to pass under the wall and then his mouth opens up and he's like then pass and his giant mouth opens up and also there's like a spirit guy riding a horse with very cold hands yeah Weird. yeah right Weird and then fantasy olmec cries on you as you pass through uh-huh. it's amazing uh-huh. But they were like, that's stupid. Let's talk about how Gilly doesn't know what words are. Yeah, let's have she, talk about how she thinks he's a wizard. Yeah, and then she sees the wall and she's like, actually, no, you're not a wizard. That's some wizard shit. Yeah. Not impressed. Almost got me for a second. I feel like Sam is the only character that's consistently on an arc of good things happening to him. 
Yeah, that's pretty true. Like, in this episode, he talked a bunch of bullshit and someone said he's a wizard. Like, I'm like, I'm worried for Sam maybe less than all other characters. Yeah. And maybe part of that is because he's not one of my favorite characters, but he just never seems like he's an actual peril. Yeah. Every every terrible thing happens to everyone else and he just somehow happens to be safe. Yeah. At all times. Anyway, he's a wizard. Yep. Uh, Arya and the Hound are there. Yep. And he's just like the shittiest dad. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, remember what happens to kids who run, which is shitty. Yeah. Ex- exactly how you killed the guy who she wants to kill you over. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn that the Hound has eight horsepower. <laughs> the old man's like, I, he's like, do you need a horse? And the old man's like, I need eight, right? Am yeah. I right? More yeah. like eight horses, and then we find out that he has the strength of eight horses. He has strength of eight horses, and um, Arya also says something about how she can like kill him with her little finger, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Peter's like, "You called." He's like, "Did someone summon me?" He pops up from like the pig cart. He's like, "I've been here all along. I'm everywhere and nowhere at once." He doesn't have the strength of eight horses. He doesn't even have the strength of twelve. I've counted. I've counted. Pig carts are a ladder. <laughs> like, ugh, they just cover him up and he stops talking. Can I get my paycheck for today? <laughs> we haven't seen him for. Well, he went away on a boat, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He was. He went to go fuck Lysa. Mm-hmm. So they uh, bonk this old man a couple times. Yeah, this is just knowing what happens in this episode. It was like, oh, good, a comic relief scene is what we're getting right now. Yeah, like, that is the point of the scene. Like the hound wants to kill a guy, and Arya does not. Yeah, and like they have it, like it's a good dynamic, and which uh-huh. is I was I was like hesitant to even say this because it's complimenting the showrunners, but like we see that Arya has a sense of justice and she wants to protect the innocent, and the Hound's like used to be like that, but now he's like too jaded to care. Of and it, all the like interactions, theirs are usually good. Yeah, like I enjoy seeing them together. Yeah, and it's super expanded from the book because if I remember correctly, they're together for like two chapters. Basically, he says, "I'm taking you to the twins." Next chapter. We're here at the twins. (laughs) And then, yeah, Arya knocks out the guy again. Mm -hmm. Which is... Like, like, TV and movies, like, in real life, it must be so hard to knock someone out. Yeah. Like, I've never tried. Because I know in a lot of shows, like, people are just, like, knocked out for eight hours sometimes, which is super, like, you would be dead. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, that dude, like, started stirring after, like, 45 seconds, which I was like, that's probably legitimate, right? But like, then... I'm, I'm I'm no, like, peak physical specimen, but I'm sure if I just got bonked by a wooden stick, I'd be like, ow, that really hurt. Yeah, like, fuck. But, like, I wouldn't be asleep immediately. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I, you could handle it. I'm just glad I've never been in a situation where, like, I learned this on TV and try to bonk someone out. <laughs> right? And I, I hope have to I hit them have. so they forget. Like yeah. I don't think that's how it works. But you know, we don't know much about military or bonking. Yeah, or like fighting, or like talking to humans. Yeah, we we do know like character arcs in the books and how they relate in the yeah. adaptation. Listen, I can't talk to a human, but you, I can tell you if this dialogue is good or not. Let me tell you, <laughs> no. Mm, that use of synecdoche. <laughs> there you go, vocabulary word. Yeah, that's a word. Uh. What's next? Uh, Bran and co. are at the gift. And okay, okay. Imagine how, a friend of Bran starts talking. How the Wait. fuck has this group not been discovered yet? Oh, yeah. Like, it's a guy, a little kid in a cart being pushed by a giant. 
A giant pushing the world's first automobile. Yeah, a wildling woman, two like frog people, some baby kid, and two giant dog, and two giant wolves, and they're just somehow getting along. Not even like, I don't mean they have to be sneaking everywhere, but no one's like, hey. That's a, that's a little weird. Like, Jamie super- and Brienne were in the woods for, like, ten minutes and someone they found them. They were being them. tracked on horseback. They were following Rickon's walnuts, and I guess they just got bored after, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, they dropped that walnut plot point really quick. Right, because it was the worst one in the history of the show. Mm. That's an exaggeration. But we, like, I I audibly, like, recoiled in shock when Rickon talked. I was like, who the fuck? Who the fuck is this kid? It was just the hardest cut, and he was like, old Nan says wildlings make you eat your own mouth. Which, <laughs> no, they, that doesn't make sense, which, Rickon. Which, who are you? Yeah. Who's this kid? Wildlings turn your skull into a cup and make you drink. What? Like you've I, need been... skull, I need it for a drink. That doesn't make sense. Hey, kid, you've been with a wildling like basically your entire life. Yeah, she's your mom. Like You shouldn't remember old Nan by now. That's how baby memory works, I think. Uh, there's this thing called object permanence, and you don't have it yet. I believe you've been imprinted on. Like You, you have a mom now. <laughs> uh, we learn that Jojen has Halle Berry storm powers. and A lot of people are revealing their powers in this episode, which I yeah. think is... He just, he, what does he do? He knows a storm is a coming. Yeah, because he's like, "There's a storm coming," and like Bran or Osha is like, "No, there fucking isn't. It's sunny out." And then like he's like, "Are you sure?" And then thunder claps, and like his eyes go all white, and like he gets out very haircut. <laughs> he, it's weird. He warged into like a cumulonimbus cloud. <laughs> and he's like, "I will show them all." That would be a fun cloud to be. I think. Anyways, is it a Cirrus? Is that the Whitney one? Yeah, yeah, those are like the high, like. Yeah, I'd be, I'd just be like a cool Cirrus, just hanging out. Yeah, Uh, I would like to be fog, (laughs) because I'm an extrovert and I want to be around people. Exactly, and like impair their vision terribly. And like I'm down to earth. But up, up, da. Jokes. Uh, Jokes. John is hanging out with the entire cast of The Revenant again. Yeah. Good joke, Kim. Good joke, Kim. Kim credit. Trademark. Yeah. And this is just the shittiest infiltration mission anyone has ever seen. Oh yeah. Did you know did you notice that the the guy who Arya and the Hound knocked out super could have used this guy? Who? Like the my like headcanon the- at this point in the scene is that the two old men who show up in only the show are like married because <laughs> Why else would the other guy randomly say he needs eight horses when there's a guy down the street who has eight horses? Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. a plot point. He's like, okay. what is a one man and eight horses doing here? That's because they live on a ranch together with their eight horses, and they have a beautiful pastoral life. He was just very lost. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was he was going to get permission to marry from his decrepit parents. Mm-hmm. At the twins. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah. look at that turned out. It's like a spear through the heart is the best way to die, IMO. And, um. Like, not, no? Yeah, super not. <laughs> so they're all hiding behind, like, this waist high wall. Yeah. In a row. Uh huh. And then they just leap over and charge this guy? Yeah. Like, what? But John knows that horses speak Valyrian, so he just talks to them with his sword. Mm hmm. I don't. Now, I'm no, I'm no horse spooking exer- expert. Mm hmm. But, like,. Would they not be spooked by all of these people running at them with swords? And, like, yelling and screaming? Yeah, but, like, the high-pitched, like, clink! was like, oh, fuck, what is that? Specifically of his blade. Yeah. My magic blade, that is never magic except for when I need it to be. Yeah. 
So horses are blind in this world. I don't think they've established that yet, but I guess this is meant to establish yeah, that. Yeah, they like they see by sonar, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Horses are just screaming everywhere they go. Echolocating. <laughs> it's it's at a frequency humans can't hear. Oh, it's oh god. But once you hear it. But even if like it's weird because science has been done to like tune in, like there's devices specifically to hear horse screams. Right. Like, and else? even at it's like a super high frequency, but they sound like ah. Oh yeah, they're is... not in because they've been doing they do it constantly, so like they can't be passionate about it. Uh huh. Like ponies scream all the time. <laughs> yeah. Because they're they're like ah, I can't see shit. But like but... a grown charger, she's just oh, like yeah. ah. Like light sails are like uh, <laughs> another day of being alive. Uh <laughs> So yeah, they're getting horses. Yeah. Um, Anyways, man, this is a funny episode. I know. Show. We thought we'd have no jokes. <laughs> uh, Arya's at the twins already. Yeah, and she's Sandor's just looking at him. But he's eating. Why? Like, if you had a pig cart, would you really go straight for the feet? Yeah, I guess it's cl- Cleganes are gross. Yeah, that's true. And he even says like, "This is the tastiest part." Yeah. Like, I'm surprised they didn't just have him start eating the cart. <laughs> I want the fuzzies between the toes. The plank uh-huh. is my favorite part of the cart. <laughs> and he's like, you're so worried that you're not going to see your family, you fucking baby. Get over it. She's yeah. right there. She's like, I'm going to kill you chill. dead to death. Yeah. I know that you were scared of fire because your big brother had a tantrum. Um, and Sandor makes a really good goof about her dad being beheaded right in front of her. Which is yeah. Just like, wow, you're getting like all of the... All of the hits of, like, why Arya is the way she is. Mm. You're learning quick, hound boy. Yeah. Uh, and it's Stormy there, too, which, like, I thought was maybe meant to show that they're kind of close to, like, the other place. But the uh-huh. twins and the gift are pretty far away. So I, maybe it's just, They like, actually the biggest... are, of what I know, they are pretty far apart. Yeah. It's, like, like the, the northest and southest part of the, of the north. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, then... Brand's crew, they're, like, hiding in the tower, Yeah. right? Uh-huh. And it was weird, because I thought, um, because Diamond Jim knew that, like, there were sounds coming from there. <laughs> Diamond Jim sucks in he this sucks. episode and in all. Because I really wanted him and Brand to have, like, a Dragon Ball Z-style war oh, battle, God. like, yeah. over Hodor's soul. <laughs> Like, they're just like they're, pushing Hodor back and forth, but he's like in the middle, going back and forth, and then he goes really hard, and then Hodor like just fl- gets flung right at Diamond Jim. And I'm just imagining they're like laying, like Brands in the tower, and Diamond Jim's on the ground, but they just have war guys, and they're just yelling, <laughs> and no one else knows what happens. But inside their minds, it's like the greatest battle oh, of all yeah. time. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen. Hodor's scared of lightning, and Brand wugs into him and makes him go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Ocean tells a nice story about sailing past the wall in the Bay of Seals, which sounds really delightful. And I wish that we could have seen that. And it's weird. Is it like, why is, well, I guess he's untrustworthy, Diamond Jim, because he tried to kill everyone before. Yeah. But why at this time is everyone conveniently like, oh, you're hearing ghosts. (laughs) It's just the lightning. He's like, I heard a human voice. There were several human voices and they said, we need to get past the wall. And Tormund is like, it's just a lightning. <laughs> I was watching the scene. I was like, I, and he, he, Tormund hadn't said that thing yet. And he was just like looking suspiciously at the window for two minutes. Hmm. I was like, oh, well, yeah, but people hush. So I guess Diamond Jim just thinks it's like ghosts. <laughs> and then Tormund like stole my goof. But like, if you're suspicious of the loud window, like fucking, you don't need dad's permission. 
Yes, like go check on it. Just ha- he, like, he was right out the window. He was right on the base of the. He could have walked up into it. And he was like looking at his bird that was flying around the I window. Know. Like, come on, Diamond Jim. Can't have the bird scout. That's let's literally its feature is you yeah. can walk into this bird and see places that you can't. Yeah. Great job. It's like, oh, Halle Berry, the the beach is closed because it's storming. I wish there was something we could do so that we could all go surfing, us X-Men. I know. It's like, oh, and she's like, oh, well, can't help you there. Yeah. Well, Let's turn bad. on the weather channel, I guess. Too bad. You know, the wind blows and... I guess just... you could, like, shoot your Cyclops beams at the clouds. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, why don't you slice the clouds away, Wolverine? Yeah, come on. Every comic's about you anyway, you yeah, piece of shit. We can make a whole prequel about it. <laughs> And did you, did you see how fake these dogs looked? No, I didn't. They I looked was, they looked really bad. I was too focused on how the horse guy looks like like an NPC from the Ocarina of Time. Like mm-hmm. he looked like he was N64 graphics yeah. in person. For, was he was weirdly po- like blocky and polygonal. It was the weirdest thing. And I like I looked up I went on his Game of Thrones wiki page and he's only credited as old man uh-huh. and I like to think that old man is old man's husband. Yeah. <laughs> or at least, like, brother. They're related in some way. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's first name. They're of the family Old. Yeah, we, we, we've previously established that her birth name is Old Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, he was either born into the, into the Old family, uh-huh. or he just, like, found him, found her on the battlefield, and, like, she was a healer, and he was like, our names are so similar, let's get married. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if this old man is married to the horse man or to old man, but my head cannon is somewhere in there. So our new um like comedy sitcom is Horse Man, Old Man, and Old Man. <laughs> it's like two was it two guys, a girl in a pizza place? Yeah. My old man, my old man, and a horse. Yeah. And eight horses. Yeah. And twenty good men. <laughs> Um, but unfortunately, old man beefs it because Diamond Jim is like, "Let's fucking kill this dude." Mm-hmm. And but John, he he can't do it. Can't do it. So that means he's secretly a crow all along. Yeah. Which like this is co- probably the least thing that would old like he killed a crow man in front of you, but yep. you're like kill this innocent old dude forever, and he's yeah. like, I don't know, crow. Like, yeah, and then he's like, you're super right, I was super a fucking crow the whole time. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, like, maybe I'm just hyping Valyrian Steel up too much, but I just feel like if it comes in contact with a regular sword, especially, like, a one that a wildling found, it should just destroy it. Oh, yeah. Just, like, the when it touched the old man's neck, like, it should have sliced through him like butter, just, like, accidentally. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, going, it's going, like, half a mile an hour. Yeah. It, his head should be, like, as if it was just hit with a cannon flying across the field. Yeah. Like, it should be like Sam stabbing the White Walker. Like, his his skin should turn into, like, bubbling lava and just yeah. die immediately. Uh, and then, so, John uses this this moment. He kills, like, 15 wildlings and dogs yep. help. And then he gets attacked by, like, some Muppet-ass bird. <laughs> Which is actually from the books. It is. But... Is it, in the books he gets like super fucked up by it? Oh yeah, it's like it's like how when he burns his hand killing the white with fire, like the rest of the book is just like him squeezing his hand because it hurts. Yeah, like he like 
the third book is just him squeezing his face because uh-huh. he has bird marks. But in it. the show, he gets like a, a line of ketchup across his forehead. Oh yeah, he gets like Tyrion boo boos that like, yeah. make him more handsome. And he rides. He just like the bird contours him. Yeah, <laughs> perfectly. And then and, he just rides off. And I just like I love that. This scene involved John stabbing and killing a man, that man warging into his favorite bird, and that bird attacking John. And I feel like I wrote this episode. Yeah. Everything, everything went basically as perfectly as you could have plotted. Like it. that's canonical. And if I was like, "Hey, fucking, this man works into a bird and he fights the prince that was promised," everyone would be like, "That's stupid," but it's canon. So, and also I, the man that works into the bird is Johnny Depp. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, also we learn in this episode that dogs, uh, I guess that's, I just hadn't thought about it until this episode, but I was under the impression that dogs see in black and white, mm-hmm. but we get like summer vision and shaggy dog vision and like they have the same shitty game of Thrones camera filters that everybody else has, but yeah. like there's still color. And so I, like you can tell they're, they're not actually dogs. Cause do you, you know, those videos when it's like, I was away in the army for five years and the dog sees a guy again, it just yeah. starts like freaking out. Oh, right. Like, the two of them just see John, and they're like, huh. Yeah, hey. Oh, all right. You're back from college. Like, what's going on here? Okay, I'm just going to hang out until I'm possessed by a boy and fight. (laughs) And even Bran's like, oh, hey, it's my brother. Anyways, back to killing. And he, the thing is, like, it happens, and they talk for, like, five minutes before he's like, by the way, I saw John. Oh, yeah, super, yeah, he's super right out there, if you want to go say hi. And he's surrounded by enemies, just like Jojen said. Yeah. Dude. I love that Jojen, like, fully had to peer pressure Bran into warging. Like, it was the, it was the angriest he's ever been. He's like, do it. Like, it was weird how Bran, I mean, Jojen also became Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. I told, I told Mary you were cool. Come on. I can't. I can only warg with, do it. <laughs> warg into him. Uh, okay. <laughs> and he, he's, he's like, I've heard that the Sith even have power to be... <laughs> the Sith have the power to let you fuck my sister. <laughs> and he's like, really? I mean, oh, neat. I'm going to be a dog now. <laughs> dog time. I think that's his, like, like Danny Phantom's going ghost. Uh-huh. Bran just goes, dog time. Dog time. And then <laughs> that's how he... It's how he expresses himself. Yeah. Um, Back to Daenerys. And, and Dario is, like... He's such a, a Mary Sue. Like, he says he's also the, he happens to be the best whistler in the world, and you can't be amazing at sex and whistling. Like, that's not fair. Unless you're Barbados Slim. Right. And you're the yeah, best he has at Olympic limbo, gold medals in both. In limbo, whistling, and sex. Yeah, but like, this is just a mortal man, Dario Naharis. Mm-hmm. And, and like, just if I could add in, the unsullied armor looks really cool. Most of my notes in the scene are just like Grey Worm is the coolest person I've ever he's, seen. Like he looks, that's he hides his power level because he looks like he's only like level twenty. Oh yeah, but that's just uh, like in World of Warcraft and stuff, you can make your armor look different. Yeah, that's his skill. He he makes his gigantic shoulder armor look like just a leather strap. He's like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, like Mary Sudario kills a guard immediately in the quietest way possible, and whoops, it's an ambush. But like. Grey Worm, just like the way that he steps into the like his shield shields, uh-huh. it's just every he poses every time. Like he stops for at least a full second every time he moves. Like he's playing that ninja game, uh-huh. and it's every pose is the coolest pose. Like I, they're supposed to be the most efficient fighters, but no, oh, he's just yeah. doing like sick tricks all yeah, the he's time. He's just like Finn Balor every time. <laughs> uh, 
And so, yeah, Mary Sue, like, he goes, he's like, the guard yells something. He's like, I'm Dario Naharis. And the guard wasn't like, ah, like, He was enter. like, it's a me, Dario. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay, I'm getting out of this guy's way. Like, I don't want to deal with him. Go in. Yeah. Whatever. Go on in. And he kills 16 people without a sound. Yeah. With his Arach. <laughs> his Dothraki Arach. Mm-hmm. Because and yeah, cool. one million more guards show up. Mm-hmm. And it was at this point, me and Kim realized that all, all the fights in the show are terrible. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like a guy doing a swing, and then it cuts to something else. Yeah, it's like, it's Star Wars prequels where, like, they're not trying to stab each other, they're just trying to make their swords touch in the air. Uh-huh. And then they, like, the only way, it's, it's weird, it's, the, on, the only time, 90% of the kills on this show are like, oh, I'm gonna make your guts come out by slashing your tummy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... It's always just like There's belly so many button more slash. efficient ways to kill people. Yeah, and like far be it for me to complain about some of like the gross neck stabbies that we get. Mm-hmm. But like, ugh, I don't want to see that either. Yeah. Uh, and, so yeah, they kill a bunch of guys. Yeah, and then uh, we go back to Rob's wedding fun, where masculinity <laughs> is a limiting narrative. Did you see that there were some sol- some Stark soldiers just wrestling outside and celebrating? Shirt, like shirtless. Yeah. A Westerosi wedding without at least three suplexes is considered a dull affair. Yeah. Like, it <laughs> like was so good. They're oiled up and fighting via fire. Yeah. Like, pro wrestling definitely canonically exists in this world. Mm-hmm. It has to. And then the wedding's over and everything's great. <laughs> like, does anything else happen, or is it just, like, scenes of people having fun? The thing is, like, the Starks were so happy for so long, and I was like, well, I guess it's just the end of the episode. Like, they're betting every... Did you notice that they get a shot of every Stark smiling at least once? Yes. Literally, like, it, like, Talisa was like, hey, I just got back from Volantis, and I got an ultrasound, and they said, this is the happiest baby of all time. We just set a record. <laughs> happiest baby. Oh, even even Edmure smiles, because his bride isn't ugly. Yeah, he lifts the veil, and, like, you can hear his dick sigh. I'm just like, oh, God, she's pretty, thank God. Mm-hmm. And like, and then, like, everybody's looking around like, why is she hot? What, what? And like, yeah. Rob looks at Walter and is like, yeah, my balls made that. Yeah. He's like, see, you could, I could have been your wife instead of your shitty yeah. foreigner wife. Yeah. And uh, then like some, some of the homely phrase, the extras make eyes at the blackfish and he's like, I'm old and rugged and handsome. It's like, I'm not fighting right now, so I hate it. Yeah. He's like, he's the more handsome Diamond Jim. Yeah. Like, he's, he's John Depp. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jonathan. <laughs> Perhaps you've heard of me. And the, I'm kind of like, I know that like thematically it's not as good, but like who cares about themes? But like in the in the books, like Rosalind Frey is weeping the entire time because she's super in on the fact that everybody is about to beef it, oh. and like it's kind of it's not her fault, but like she's complicit in it by like, hey everybody, yeah. we're having a fun wedding, except I'm crying the whole time. And like, and, and even like, and like, it could be rationalized as like, oh, she's just like a young girl and is scared of being married away. Yeah, to she's someone. worried about this creepy ass betting ceremony that we're, that everybody always does. Mm-hmm. Also, just because you mentioned it, I have to bring it up now. Catelyn's like, at our wedding, Ned forbade the betting ceremony. Uh huh. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Like their betting ceremony is referenced in the book multiple times. Oh, I think it's because they like D and D don't think that like people above the age of twenty five fucking anybody wants to see. True. Like, our introduction to Ned and Cat was them boning down and Cat being like, huh, I can feel a seed inside me. Hope this is yeah. another baby. Like, this, like, Ned Stark is, he's supposed to be the ultimate hero, but does that mean, like, he doesn't fuck? Like, we know he has seven kids. Yeah, like, 
Like his dick retired at the ripe old age of twenty five. Yeah, now that he he cut it off fucking, and threw. Like, he's Hank Hill in the show, and like I could see Hank Hill being like, "I'm not doing this betting ceremony." Um, with as soon as the clock struck twelve on his twenty fifth name day, he cut off his dick and threw it in the weirwood, and that was it. <laughs> chomped <laughs> it right up. Power. Yeah, it chomped it right up, and it said "yummo," and then yum 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 yum, <laughs> delicioso. And... <laughs> Did you ever listen to that podcast where they talk about Game of Thrones and they talk about trees eating people's wieners? And, and Dora the Explorer? Yeah. There too? It was a sweet Dora the Explorer reference. Yeah. Do you ever, like, do you ever say a joke and then you think about, like, how hundreds of years from now, you're gonna, you're like, I'll be dead someday and my mm-hmm. great great grandchildren will be, like, will, like, Google me or the family name at some point and then this show will come up. And they'll be like, oh, Great Grandpa Brooks had a podcast where he talked about a, one of those old television shows. Yeah, I found Grandpa Eddie's old podcast on Omega Google. Let me give it a listen. <laughs> and then he chopped off his dick and threw it into a tree. Like, <laughs> Oh, apparently Eddie does a really good impression in this one. I want to check this out. I'll spread my seed. Oh, God. Grandpa Eddie. Um, It's, it's going to be like, <laughs> you know those places it's like, send your DNA and we'll find your ancestry <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. my, like future space kids do that and it's like one time your great great grandfather made a joke about fucking lola bunny (laughs) and like that's the only glimpse into my life they get yeah forever (laughs) i mean they'll be like oh well it was in reference to like the first female president of america natalie dormer so i understand oh of course yes the first earthican president natalie Uh dormer yeah uh, yeah, wedding uh, is happening. And Rickon uh, has more lines? Yeah, I guess Rick, I guess Rickon's not an extra, because... Like, th- he knew this was his only scene, so he's like, I'm gonna save you! Yeah, the thing is, like, it's... His, he's a really good actor, and he's really moving for, like, not having any motivation or character for four seasons. Like, uh-huh. and, like, especially for his age, like, it was, like, realistic what a kid would say. Like, I'm surprised that he wasn't, like... But you're my brother, and I don't want to leave you. In, but like he's like, on my own as a stock. I know how to swing a sword. Like if I was like a four year old, like being told what I don't want to do, that's exactly what I would say. Uh-huh. It was the really man, neato. The man who passes the sentence should swing the sword. Yeah, right. It's like my old pa Ned Stark used to say. Do you remember uh-huh. him, show watchers? <laughs> and then he winks into the camera. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, Osha and my imaginary friend, you have to go to the Umber's house. It'd be crazy if we looked up Rickon's actor and it turns out he's actually like 27, like Jojen. <laughs> yeah. He's just Did... very good at being a child. Oh, yeah. He's the most extreme method actor. <laughs> Move over, the Joker. <laughs> then, like, this sure went from, like, hey, it's me, Bran. My plan once we get to the wall is you take him somewhere else to like, okay, bye, probably forever in like 10 seconds. It was. Yeah. He like, accepted this very quickly. Yeah. It was like, I, like she super didn't want to go beyond the wall, but like. Okay. Like, like there's, <laughs> you it's can't too like, late now. catch up on Facebook afterwards. Like mm-hmm. this is probably like the last time you will ever see each other, all things considered. Maybe like. A little bit of time. Nope, deuces. But yeah, see ya. And, and d- like it's it's the kind of upsetting, but it's like the two people in this group I give the least shits about. Yeah, it's ki- it's kind of whittling down. Like, oh yeah, the Reeds and Hodor and Bran. Yeah. Oh, cool squad. Okay. 
Like, as neato as it was that they, like, changed Asha Greyjoy's name for the benefit of Osha, like, eh. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. She's off somewhere. Basil's, yeah. Umber's, Skagos? Yeah, she, yeah, they go, in the books, they go to Unicorn Island, mm. which is, like, not me exaggerating. They go to Unicorn Island. <laughs> and, and, yeah. You know George would be like, it's, it's, he'd be like, it's a blade horse. Because it has a sword on its head. <laughs> it's a Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta it's a catch scissor. them all. Yeah. A scissors. Scissors, yes. Uh, so you go back to Daenerys for like 15 seconds. But she's the most relatable she's ever been. Because she's like, Baristan, how long does it take to sack a city? Uh, yeah, like, you're asking me, buddy? Like, if, if Baristan was like, probably like 15 minutes, or if he was like, well, it could be like three to four months, either one would be like, yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. Even of what I know, even in, like, games, like, say you're yeah. attacking a city in Civilization 4 or 5 or whatever, right. it takes several turns. <laughs> okay, good to know. Like, you can, they started this at dawn, and it's dark now, and they're like, the city is ours! Well, I mean, they don't. Civilization doesn't have Dario, Dario Naharis. True. Dario, yeah, he's like a special unit, and his text just says, yeah. like, kills everyone. He's also super good at board games. And also shows up fashionably late. Because they're like... Yeah. And uh, Jorah Jorah like, gets this one triumphant moment. He's like, it's done. And she says, and Dario Naharis? Yeah, she's like, uh, okay, sh- fine, sure, but like, where's my boyfriend? Where is my boyfriend? And he shows up, and he's like, look at this beach towel. Yeah, what the fuck was that beach towel? It like, was... I get before bringing the heads, but, like, you just brought a blanket. Yeah. Now they're going to be dirty. Or they're going to, like, get out of the shower and it's going to be really cold and then they won't have anything to dry off with. Now she believes that the city is theirs because he took a flag off of someone's store. <laughs> yeah. It's super easy to get a flag, dude. And then the camera cuts back there and you could see she was barely holding in, like, I did it. Yeah, it, Daenerys, I did it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to me, this city Thanks has been to taken. Thanks me and my dragons. Yeah, who that? Those seem like they would be pretty useful in assaulting yeah, a city. they're pretty fucking big. Yeah, you remember when she did that before? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, why not again? Remember how the last time she sacked a city, like, the closing shot was the dragon, like, blowing fire Exploding into the camera? fire over everyone? Like, why not do that again? They gotta, like, rebuild their mana or whatever. Yeah, they only they only it's have like one fire. Dungeon the Dragon. It's like a once a day spell. Oh yeah. She's like, what if I need it later? Yeah, right. Like, you don't want to waste it. I now. have to sleep for a full night. Yeah, one long rest. <laughs> yeah, she did it. <clears throat> and then we go back and see everyone clapping for the wedding. Um, the drummer from Coldplay is playing some tunes. He, he's there, and everyone says congratulations, and it cuts like in between each of them, and everyone's clapping. Yeah, and, and then it ends. And like, that was that was weird. Yeah, and then they're like, "See you next time on Game of Thrones." Oprah's almost here. Stay tuned. <laughs> yes. And the thing is, like, the phrase are talking with Talisa, and like, spoiler alert, like the guy who stabs her tummy is like talking with her and like being friendly. And Roose is all smiley and like, I don't mean to be blue here on postgameofthrones.tumblr.com, but how does Roose not have anxious poops right now? <laughs> Because before every, like, improv show I do in front of 20 people, I have to pee three times before, in, like, the 20 minutes before the show. You know what? I fi- I've um, only performed on stage a few times, but what I what I do to calm down backstage before I go on is I jump up and down really fast. Yeah, like, why is he not jumping up and down? <laughs> it works every time. He should be vibrating fast enough to move through walls. Yeah. 
And like I I like the um Blackfish conveniently being like, I need to go piss on the wall. The most strategic pee of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, going to the actual wall now. Yeah, like this is, a, this is an extreme piss. <laughs> I have an extreme thirst. <laughs> and an extreme piss needs to be taken. Yeah, and hey, if he wasn't drinking alcohol. Um, well, well I was going to say, like, did, well, this wouldn't him, have happened, but also. Him alive. Yeah, yeah, that's. Never mind. He's like, I that, need that to come back for here. season six. See you yeah, then. Right? And they, they had Cat lighten up, which feels like a shitty decision. Like, just to, like, increase the shock, she had to be wrong at the very last second. Because, uh-huh. like, until this, until, like, after the betting ceremony, she was like, I really don't trust these people. Mm-hmm. But, like, they couldn't have her be like, I knew it, like, you should have listened. Yeah. Like, she had to, like, you had to, like, pull the rug out from under her at the last second. I also enjoyed that, like, uh, when Rob and Talisa got married, even though she's just a lady from Volantis, she knows, like, the ceremony vows and all the gods in order. Oh, yeah. But she doesn't know about the betting ceremony. Yeah, right? <laughs> she's like, oh, what a foul, like... Because I Customs think they were like you. fucking during their vows. Because I remember it was like a it was like a chest up shot the entire ceremony. Oh yeah, so they they, they didn't need the betting because they were just constantly fucking off camera. Yeah, it's quick, it's secret. We gotta we gotta make baby Eddard. Mm-hmm. And I love that they established that Roos isn't drinking for maximum efficiency. Evil. Like uh-huh. I was what like what if he got tipsy and flubbed his line and missed the stab. Yeah. You're like, mm, the Jamiesters send them their regards, and then, like, he stumbles past Rob, and and there's, like, a slide whistle. I like how they, that's they somehow consistently make not drinking all the time, like, an evil characteristic. Right? Like, only bad guys don't get wasted every second of the day. Like, <laughs> who else does, like, Tywin, before he's been like, ah, oh, no drink for me. Yeah. Because Everyone I want to like, be... Do it. Yeah, I want to be smart, and, like, keep my brain alert. And then someone in like, where is it? The red, red wind or something like that. Yeah, you just there. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Drink the Ava Gold. Yeah, Kevin Lannister is like, do it. <laughs> like you of all people, Kevin. Yeah, right. Fucking and Roos just like mentioned that like, oh yeah, hey, um, I also married a fray girl just the other day. My oh. wife is a fat plump hen. Like yeah. Just like, uh, you got, no, nobody came, but, uh, I, I did invite all of you, and, yeah. uh. That yeah, was, it was real, that was his real reasoning behind it. Yeah, it was right before the wedding, and nobody, like, um, we did a baby they, registry. They, and... You know how they've been having those, like, pregame debates? Yeah, it, it was the JV wedding. Yeah, it was JV wedding. <laughs> it was like, like, Rick the, Santorum was there. The pre-wedding, it was featuring, like, Roose Bolton, his hen wife, and Chris Christie was, like, the official. It was the kickoff show live streaming on YouTube. Yeah, you have to subscribe. For you, the have to, you have to red subscribe wedding. for the for the red wedding. Yeah, that's that's a premium feature. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that happens, and then uh, Rob and his wife, she's like, "I'm gonna name our baby, regardless of its of its sex, after your father." And you can see him get a boner. Oh yeah, which is really weird. And, and like, even Don't weirder, you dare talk about like. <laughs> amputating limbs right now because I will just lose it. Even weirder is they just start like basically fucking on the floor and Kat's just watching them and smiling. Yeah. Their first smile since Ned died. Yeah. And she's like, ah. And the thing perfect. is, I paused it right here because I was like, did me and Eddie skip an episode? Because we didn't get, we didn't like talk about how Talisa, like the emotional manipulation of like having them name the baby Eddard and then like, like I thought it happened not 
fucking right before. Yeah. I thought there was at least an episode buffer. And it wasn't like their last words to each other. Yeah, so this th- this all happens, and then what's his the Frey Frey King Frey? He's like, and now it's time for the betting. Everyone's everyone starts cheering, and like Rob's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, he's like the goofiest he's ever been in a walk. But the thing is, he's like, let's get it started, and he doesn't like participate in it. Yeah, he's like, I'm not gonna fucking do like it, but... consider this. What if he did? And like was carrying oh, shit. the fray yeah, girl they do? Like, up to her bedroom, like oh fuck, we oh, didn't no. consider this. Don't worry, like, don't worry, don't worry, your grace, I got it. Don't we worry, didn't, just, we didn't d- think he would do it, but okay. Like this plan relied on so many just oh like, yeah coincidences. Like in the books, doesn't Great John Umber or whoever just destroy like ten people? Oh yeah, because the whole ceremony, like they're trying to get him blitzed on alcohol. Yeah, they're, like, he still everyone's kills a bunch of people. Everyone's like, get this guy as drunk as possible, and he's like, I drink fifteen hundred beers and, at once. Yeah, he, he's Andre the Giant. He's they tried to get Andre the Giant for the show, but they're like, oh, he actually died fifteen years ago. Yeah, can't, can't do that. And like and they tried he, to put. They tried to put alcohol in like gray worm, in gray worm, in gray winds, like water dish. And so uh-huh. like he was super drunk, but he was still killing people. Yeah. In the books, doesn't he kill like a bunch of dudes? Yeah. He super does. But uh-huh. maximum sadness, they put him in a cage. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Don't you want to he... teach little Ned Stark how to ride horses? Anyways. Anyway, the bedding. And th- then it cuts like outside, right? With. Oh, no, it's, like, the massacre begins. Yeah, well, like, the thing is, like, the thing in the show, or in the books that, like, sets Cat's spidey sense off, mm-hmm. like, her massacre sense, mm-hmm. is, like, when Blackwater Walder goes back and, like, shuts the doors. But, mm-hmm. like, the thing is, when they're carrying Rosalind away, Cat and Talisa's spidey senses, like, go off immediately. They're just, like... They, like Something is amiss. Everybody like, was still having fun, but they were just like, that's... Hmm. And... My favorite thing is that, oh, like, the reigns of Castamere is the signal. And, like, the symbolism is obvious. Like, don't fuck with the yeah. Lannisters or whatever. Yeah, just but like, there I were, get it. Like, there were no Lannisters there. Yeah. So, like, why why does it matter? Like, who's... They were just too into the irony of it. They're like, oh, this is going to be great. It's yeah. going to be so good. <laughs> but it also would have been kind of funny if they were like, oh, bear, oh, bear. And then yeah, just right. started firing. Or if they just like, we're going to play the Frey theme song. And everybody's like, is this a new song? I've never heard this before. <laughs> like, that would have been much, like, if you wanted to get the jump on them. Like, they're like, DJ, spit it up. Won't you take me to Funky Town? And then <laughs> they just start firing like crazy. That would have been better than playing the entire Reigns of Castamere and then sitting in silence while everyone dies. And the, the most important part of them playing the Reigns of Castamere is because since the actual drummer from Coldplay was the drummer, mm-hmm. it's canonical that the drummer from Coldplay, like, shot Rob Killed. Stark to death with a crossbow. Yeah. It was a, it was even weirder because after that, like, this whole dramatic scene, uh, I guess someone didn't get the memo because he's like, one hop this time, <laughs> two hops this time, cha-cha, real smooth. And no one's even on the dance floor. Yeah. Like, they're all dead. That was the most fucked up part of the episode. The thing is, they're like, how low can you go? Can you go down? And like, Talisa's all the way down, but then it's like, alright, can you bring it to the top? And like, nobody, nobody gets up. From now on, when I, uh, when I'm at a, like, any type of event and I have to cha-cha real smooth, I'm just gonna get shot by 15 arrows (laughs) and get stabbed in the chest. Charlie Brown! (laughs) I hope those are the last words I hear. (laughs) It's 
and, as, as, like it's the it's like a shot of you like your eyes are open and your blood pools and it's the camera slowly uh like zooms into your eyes and the last thing you hear before you're taken from this earth is it had not been forgotten Nigel. i've been married a long time ago and then it cuts out to Grey Worm. Or, I keep fucking saying Grey Worm. Grey Wind's cage, and you hear, it's electric! Boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> yeah. They get the cattle prods out. Yeah. Anyways, God. What a good show. Yeah, at this point, this is this was the point where I noticed that there were eight minutes left. Uh-huh. And everyone just starts dying immediately. Like, it, it, there's a shot of, like, Grey Wind being fussy in his cage, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about this part. Like, mm-hmm. I can't write goofs about this. Yeah. Like... And it is a, in another weird turn. The like the hound shows up and he's like, "I I have pork for the wedding." And the guy's like, "There's no fucking wedding." Why is he a fucking Monty Python character? And the hound just goes, "Okay," and leaves. Yeah, like, are you soft in the head, gov? Like it's the most ridiculous. He's like, like "Oh, mate, you come here for the wedding." And the it's hound's like, "Okay, you. this guy checks out." He's like, "Yes, this seems legitimate. Goodbye. Like my plan is done." And then yeah, we Arya come sees- back to like. Roos being like, hey, scope this fucking chain mail. Like, it, w- it was weird because in, in, in the books, isn't it just like at some point, like even before it all happens, like Kat sees it and she's like, that's weird. Yeah, that's strange. But that, but those are, sh- those, that's our Boltons. Yeah. In the show, she just like, like he just looks at her knowingly and she's like this, I take this as a sign to lift up his overcoat and look at his chainmail. Yeah, like gesturing downward could mean any number of bad things. I know. He didn't even gesture downward, he just looked at her like, uh, am yeah, I right? Like, yeah? Yeah? Chainmail? She just knew. Like, scope this new Apple Watch I got. <laughs> also, yeah, Grey I almost said Grey Worm too, because of you. Yeah, sorry. Grey Wind dies in the cage, and like, glances at Arya. Oh god, Yeah. That was when he walked into her. Well, <laughs> now that you mention it, war. Go to, or another. I'm just like, let me just crumple away all of my notes from this week because that's oh. a way better fucking theory than the one I had. <laughs> also, um, in the books, like the way it must have just been me being an idiot, but the way it was worded, it was something like, "And then the hound rode up behind Arya and hit her on the head oh, with yeah. the, the side like, of his blade." Yeah, with like a fucking axe. I think yeah. it was like her ac- his axe caught her in the back of the head or something. Yeah, like something like that. And I was like, oh shit, Arya's dead too? What a nightmare. And then two chapters later, she's like, I'm up. I was like, oh. I hate you with the blunt side. Like, yeah. You could have fucking mentioned that, George. Yeah, like this, the show makes it much more obvious. She just got bonked, as we yeah. know, is like the ultimate fighting technique. Yeah, they, they had already established the hound's finishing move. Uh huh. And anyway, back inside, we get um, acting uh-huh. with Baby Stab. Yeah, yeah, we sure like, do. Um, yep. And then, and oop, oop, Rob's got some, got some quivers in him. Oop. That baby step was ridiculous for no reason. Like, we get it. Yeah, it was super, yeah. Which yeah. I think, like, every question we got this week talks about that. Like, why was that so violent? Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, like, all week I've been like, hey, guys, guess who has to, like, watch The Red Wedding and make jokes about it this week? It's me. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's always the part that comes up. It's because really it's bad. like they like I guess now is a good time to talk about her like Talisa as a Lannister spy. Uh, you might want to save that for questions. Oh, okay. Yeah, our our viewers are way ahead of us. All right, neat. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, uh, it's super was invented by the show, as was like Talisa, basically in general, like uh-huh. her whole like not like most girls demeanor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, they were like, hey, we can make the Red Wedding worse. Yeah. And they did. Baby stab. Rob gets shot a lot. Cat gets shot once, but she's she goes like... She catches a quiver in the back of the neck. Like, I had to rewind this a bunch of times. <laughs> Is it in, I thought it was in her shoulder. Okay, sure. Because then she just hides under a desk until, like, the alert yeah, phase has ended. Like, yeah. And, but then, like, she gets pretty much right back up. Mm-hmm. And, like, these... She and Rob kind of, like, shake them off pretty well. Like, they're, yeah. like... Like, they're not, like, cartoon arrows where there's, like, a big boxing glove at the end and you're, like, getting punched by it. Like, these mm-hmm. are... You're, you're being stabbed. And it hurts really bad. Yeah. Though, if there was one change, I guess I kind of... I don't. I wouldn't say liked, but is, like, her taking Walder Frey's wife instead of, yeah. like, Jingle Bell. But it yeah, serves two different... Unhealthy. Like, the Jingle Bell thing I just took as her, like, she's so crazed at this point that she doesn't care. Yeah. Like, she's looking for any sort of... Jingle Bell, for those who don't know, is like a fool, which don't exist in this show. Yeah, which you know. Yeah, I mean, I Th- I don't many... I don't I don't feel like there's a respectful way that they would have done it. So yeah, yeah, true. And also, there's too many like themes and like yeah, right ideas behind them that they would have to represent. That's not going to happen. But yeah, she kills him in the books instead of Walder Frey's wife. Which I don't know. I guess it's <laughs> like people dying. Cool. But Walder Frey just being like, I'll find another. Yeah, he's, it keeps cutting to him being like a thirsty boy. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, like yeah. that ale, just, mm. <laughs> Nice. But the thing is, he's so thirsty, but he takes the tiniest sip. Yeah, like maybe, maybe he, that, was, that was all that was left. And he's he's like, oh, thirsty shit. because he's so salty after taking all of the bread and salt. And also he's salty because he's angry. Okay, I get it. That's my, um, that's my thematic mm-hmm. thing. He's a thirsty boy. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everyone Ar- dies. Yeah, Arya starts to sneak in with like her like I've never played Metal Gear Solid, but her hiding like I don't think like it was a bad hiding spot. It was. Like, it the was... only stealth game I've ever played is Spider Man two, and that's like when you can go when you're inside you can go anywhere with a shadow and people won't see you. Mm-hmm. Like you could just like turn off a lamp and stand next to it and they'll be like I thought I saw Spider-Man here. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, and- I'm a goon from Brooklyn, and I'm in Spider-Man. <laughs> anyway, yeah. let's see what the boss has to say. What's with the get-up, chump? Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, the fucking phrase, walk right by him, right, 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 uh, right by her. Until she and gets bonked. My favorite seat, like, my favorite part, my, the funniest part of the Red Wedding mm-hmm. was when, like, the Stark soldiers by her Grey Wind's cage are, like, I'm so excited to go back to Winterfell and like a fray walks by and he's like, Hey, hey, is the is the feast over? And like the fray guy's like, <laughs> Yeah, the feast and then his voice drops drops like eight octaves and he does a Batman impression, he's like, It's over and then he, and he like slashes he all of them. He slashes them and like flips a table for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh I'm not the one hockey pants. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> His name's Grey Wind. Rachel! <laughs> Walder Frey, he's like, he tells, he tells this guy, he's like, there's two places you can go. You can go flip the table and, and fight three Stark guys, or you can go kill Arya Stark. But he went to where Walder said Arya was hiding, like he fooled him. Uh-huh. So She's, he was, he's under the table. He was super mad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, Grey Wind is fine and he continues to be fine. Uh huh. If there is one, like, good thing to take away, it's Cat like, destroying her final scene. Oh god, she kills it. <laughs> yeah. In more ways than one. But, like, <laughs> she, like, she is amazing. Yeah. 
go out with, go out with a bang. Or your throat, like, exploding everywhere. Yeah, and, like, it it sucks a little bit more, like, when you realize that, at, like, when you've seen this before and you know that Walder has, like, Tywin's protection and blessing, so, like, mm-hmm. this isn't solely for his own vengeance, even though that's a big part of it. Yeah. So, like, Catelyn's pleas never had a chance, even though they were, like, like it was just, like, come on, just listen to her, just listen to her a little bit. It's but, like, there no. wasn't a chance. No, not at all. <laughs> Oh, and the Lannisters in their guards. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> Walder's, like, Rob crawls over to Talisa, and, like, we get, like, a really gross, like, look over her entire body. And then Walder's like, hey, everybody, relax. Rob's about to get, is about to stand up. And then, like, he starts basically making, like, rock-bottom fart noises. When he's like, <laughs> a king in the north yeah. arises. How's your dead wife? <laughs> That's why he did. He didn't understand what Cat was saying because of her I can't accent. Understand. So yeah. then, yeah, then Bruce Bolton, he's dead. Yep. And uh, yeah, Rob's like mother, um, which is neat, mm-hmm. uh, and also the worst. And then Bruce is like, "Come here," and he says it's a thing and stabs the thing, and then um, and Cat goes, "Ah!" Yeah, and then she grabs it. I like how like un like uneventful this guy's like. All right, another one. Slit. Like, yeah. it's not even a, a guy we know. It's just, like, fray number seven. Yeah, it, it's, like, like it's super not, but, like, it's almost comical, just, like, how he kind of just, like, steps into the frame. Yeah, hey, like, he realized, he realized he wasn't supposed to be in the shot, and he just improvised. And he's like, uh, uh, swoop, that's all, yeah. folks. Okay, let me get out of here quick. And then it's over. What a good episode. What a fun time. Yeah, what a fun time. And the thing is, like, the... Um, the thing about the, like, I feel like people who are all caught up with the show, like, their enmity towards Walder Frey has kind of lessened with time. Like, even, like, by yeah, season- He, like, disappears quick. Yeah, like, I was like, like, if, if he, um, I mean, mild spoiler, he, the actor is apparently returning for season six. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't know if that'll even be, like, fulfilling at this point, because, I mean, in the books, it's super will be. But, like, just because so much has happened, and, like, we have, like, the Boltons now to hate. Yeah. So, like, but just watching that Grey Wind scene again is, like, as long as they show that on the previously on, like, I'll be way back on board real quick. Mm-hmm. As soon as the doggy gets involved, like, that's it? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the first law of storytelling. Uh, Kim, you know what time it is? Warg of the Week. Warg of the Week. The Week. Brought to you by Chex Mix. <laughs> The official snack of the Red Wedding. Yeah. Oh, oh, we we talked about this before we went on air. Extra footage, but the guy who um from Giant Bomb who said like it was my first time watching wrestling. Yeah. You know the intro where they're like the legends of WWE, like yeah. history, like fighting, like cool stuff, and it's like this montage in black and white of all the people in the past. Brought to you by Chex Mix. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant, 1987. Checks mix. In front of 15,000 people at the Pontiac Bronco Dome. Yeah, exactly. Brother. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> wargs. Anyways, um, Warg of the Week Denial Edition. Um, the thing, um, we've, we've both gone on record about hating this kind of theory, but I thought I would just, like, as, like, a little aside theory, as opposed, like, okay. I have an actual one, but just, like, I should point out... Um, throughout this entire show, we've pointed out that almost every other 
episode has several scenes of people waking up. Like everybody's scenes like opens with like Bram being sleepy and waking up. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in this episode. Nobody is ever sleepy. Um, which to me would might imply that this episode is a dream and didn't happen. Um, and Rob is going to wake up next episode, Stormcasterly Rock, take King's Landing, and wake up to a nine months pregnant Talisa who like has her baby onto the Iron Throne. Of course. And then there's a fun new spinoff series called Baby King, and it's all about Eddard Jr. Great. Um, but yeah, dream theories suck, and that didn't happen. So, mm-hmm. um, anyways, actual theory. Um, so we we hear a horse dying in this episode. Um, when <laughs> yes, yeah, Brand's like, "What is that sound?" And Osha's like, "That's a horse dying." Which why would you put that in the episode unless it's important? Um, we also see a fetus die in this episode. So get ready for this fucking parallel. Oh boy. Um, so, and we also learn that folks outside don't of bring sun- Drogon into this or whatever that oh. stupid kid's name is. No, Rego is not involved in this one. Yeah, Although Drogon's I, the I, dragon, right? Yeah, it yeah. makes sense that that and would Drogon, be a dragon. Uh, yeah, Drogo okay. is the best dragon, and Rego is the worst baby. Okay. So, uh, folks outside the Seven Kingdoms canonically warg all the time, and all the Starks are conform are confirmed wargs. Um, and the thing is, like, we never have any evidence that Cat is a warg. Um, but and still, all of Ned and Cat's kids are powerful wargs. So we we can kind of assume that Ned has some degree of like warg Punnett square genome in him. <laughs> so imagine what a double warg scenario would be like if a warg like Rob Stark and a warg, somebody outside of the seven kingdoms to Lisa, what their baby would be like. And this warg is a level beyond warg. Exactly. Ah! The, the fetus that was promised. Mm-hmm. And that Super fetus, warg three. that fetus would certainly be powerful enough to warg out of the womb. <laughs> Think of, okay. And now, Check this out. Think of all the soldiers who were slaughtered at the weddings. At uh-huh. the wedding. Think of all of their horses who are now mere yards away from Eddard Jr. Free. Mm-hmm. No master. Perfectly wargable. Mm-hmm. So, Eddard Jr., after being like killed in the womb, um, warged outside of the wedding with his double warg powers mm-hmm. and warged into one of the horses. So, Rob taught baby Eddard how to ride a horse after all. Okay. If you uh, think about it. one one complaint, uh-huh. there was no time travel. I mean, yeah, I but it, I, it, it, I know you come up with these like like pretty quick, so it can be well. It can it can be worked. Well, let's not pull the curtain back. Let's not not don't part the kimono. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Okay, like I don't like you know George comes up with these books pretty quick, but that doesn't mean that he's wrong. Well, not at all, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you're right, but. Oh, I was on IMDb for this episode. Did you know that it says George R. R. Martin was hoping to play one of the casualties at the Twins, but his schedule present- prevented him from doing so? He's like, oh, oh no, I have to go right. You know, like I do. Yeah, and like, he would not blend in. <laughs> like, that would take me out of this so much. Oh, yeah. If I was like, did fucking George R. R. Martin just die? Like, you just have like, Rob cradling Talisa in his arms, and you just see like... A very well-fed bearded man. And, like, because right it's a well-fed him. bearded man in a fucking sailor's cap with suspenders. Yeah, you're like, this is weird. His little badge hat. Like, what? Yeah. It's like in any Marvel movie, as soon as Stan Lee shows up, you're like, well, this is fucking fake. Yeah, this is, oh, I'm in a theater right now, thanks. Yeah. Except, <laughs> if only he's like, we get a close-up to him, he's like, this isn't how it happened in the books. And then he like, just falls <laughs> he's over. just muttering his last words. Yeah. Like, I would have, like, like if we got a scene of Blackfish, like, peeing outside and, like, he's peeing next to a well-fed bearded man who's like, 
nice wedding, huh? And then, like, we could go back. Why was he just like, well, you see, Kappa, I'm not telling you nothing. You see, I've been out here peeing all night, and I haven't had nothing to do with the Red Wedding. voice, I would have been like, he's actually spending his seed, and he's not peeing. Like, I couldn't, (laughs) I can't talk in his voice without being gross. I take it back, George should have been on it. Yeah, right? He could have been one of the, like, wrestling people. Like, this, the wrestle soldiers. I'm like, it cuts back to, to the start camp, and you just see a shirtless dude beating the fuck out of George R. R. Martin. <laughs> like, George, we got a great role for you. Please stop writing and come to the set. And it's just, like, D&D are the other two people beating the fuck out of him. <laughs> With a copy of A Feast for Crows. They're like, yeah, this right? doesn't exist. <laughs> Tell you what. We'll get, we'll do a Dance with Dragons, and you can use whatever, like, book you have that we don't have yet uh-huh. as your weapon. Uh-huh. And it was then... a bring-your-own-book fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Questions? <laughs> if you have a question, you can send an ask to our Tumblr at postgamerthrones.tumblr.com or email us at postgot at gmail.com. First question comes in from Tumblr user the Mighty oh, just Mighty Koo, who sent this last week. Remember, I was oh. like, ah, oh, save it for next week. Nice. Uh, anyway, he says, well, they say, hey guys, I'm a, f- I'm a fan of Pigot, always glad when the new episode shows up on my phone. Thanks. Which is, like, a weird thing to say, because I'm not. <laughs> it fucking ruins my day every time <laughs> I see it. Anyway, I dislike Talisa as much as you guys dislike Davos, so when you get oh, to wow. the episode, please be sure to explain why the Lannister spy also dies at the Red Wedding, unless <laughs> it's just that Tywin doesn't mind offing his own agents in a good cause. Cheers. So, what you're saying is... You also lie awake at night, tossing and turning, sleeplessly, thinking about Talisa and her terrible fucking hand. <laughs> uh, I was like, I always assumed it was just like Tywin being like, no, like she's the only loose end. Even yeah. if she was a spy, she'd be like the only one with anything to do with the Starks or like loyalty to them. So yeah. the thing is, her character only like makes a little bit of sense if she's a spy. Like it's really like the fans trying to make sense of a shitty character. Mm-hmm. And but at this point, she's either the worst spy in the world or she's the best spy in the world. She is so good of a spy that she even fooled Tywin. Yeah, which is like. I'm going to be the even an even sneakier spy and tell the people whose letters I'm writing that I actually fell in love with Rob and I'm going to have his baby and I'm going to teach him how to ride horses. Uh-huh. And then Rob will really believe me and I can infiltrate him better. <laughs> However, on the uh, the Wikipedia, I mean it's Wikipedia so anyone could edit it. But there's a section that says Martin said he killed off Rob so the audience did not incorrectly assume the story was about Ned Stark's Ned Stark's heir avenging his death. He later suggested to Lisa whose counterpart Jane Westerling was not killed in the books, died so Rob's heir could not avenge his death. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, and there's a whole thing in the books where, like, Jane yeah, Westerling... Yeah, like, his wife like, in the books just isn't there. Yeah, and then, like... But she's they, also been, like, secretly being fed, like, no baby drink. Yeah, no baby juice. Uh-huh. And, like, she's super sad about it because she legitimately was into Rob because she's, like, a young girl and, like, the king Yeah, um, liked her. But yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, her mom is like super in the pocket of the Lannisters, and she's like, I've been giving the no baby potion real good. Uh-huh. No worries. So like, it's really, um, no, no weirdo theories about how. It's very obvious. Like, she's not pregnant because she's being tricked into no baby juice. Yeah. So like, there's no way that could happen. Yeah. Uh, next question comes in from friend of the show, Tramampoline. Hey, hey. Who, in a, it, it, this, uh, this question was like, 
a train of thought, like, free association, <laughs> just adventure. Oh, good. So I won't read it Classic verbatim as, as his request. But basically, um, we mentioned it briefly before, but he wants us to talk about how wildly unnecessary Talisa's death was. <laughs> Not in terms of plot, but, like, how she was killed. Right. Because the show is always about, like, weird sexualized violence. Yeah. But he said it was basically a parody of the show, like, how violent it could be. Oh, yeah. And also, he says, it seems they almost wrote themselves into a corner with Jane having a further role. But yeah. could this be, like, an indication that she's not as important because, in this, like, her counterpart in the show died? I mean, I know that, like, the worry currently in the fandom with Jane is that... The only thing George has said about the the Winds of Winter prologue is that, is her, that Jane Westerling. Jane Westerling, but everyone dies in the prologue. Yeah, right. So, I mean, and and then he backtracked. He was like, "Oh, I just said that she was in it, or something like that." Yeah. So, I mean, she could just, you know, she could be like thrown into a volcano with everybody else, or at like the end of- it could not happen. Like, he or could it could just it. be like. I don't know. Like, there's no rule that says, ain't no rule says everyone in the prologue has to die. Like, yeah, like, it's, it, it could, it's it's a trend, and, like, it could be, like, from Blackfish's perspective. Yeah. And, like, he's like, oh, hey, my niece-in-law? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, my person who I'm related to almost, Jane, how are you? And then, like, he goes somewhere and, like, dies. Mm-hmm. And then that could just be it. But, yeah, and it's... On the, the violence part, I... I'm beginning to think that D&D aren't like, let's, like, let's make it violent and gross. They're just like, yeah, like, they kind of think the viewers are idiots. So, like, show her being stabbed in the baby a hundred times so everyone knows that the baby is dead. Oh, yeah. Even though if she just died, like, the baby would too because that's how humans work. Yeah. They could have just added a scene where, like... Where somebody, like some phrase of the wedding, were like, the baby. So yeah, it's a good thing that babies can't live with a lady that isn't alive. Uh But it's like, not subtle at all. And I I think it's more of them just being dumb than being like, yes, like stab a baby and a woman. And like, they have a trend of, like, Like they they invent women for the show and then kill them in like very, like, misogynist ways. Like, they killed her right in the motherhood, basically. Yeah, it's more of like, a systemic thing than of them being blatantly like, let's make women and kill them. It's like, well, the women in this show are usually written less bet less good as the men, yeah. which makes and them like, more disposable, which makes like them easy to kill. Like there yeah, you go. And it's like George doing this would be gross, but like it, and like he's not perfect in writing women at all. Yeah. But he, it's not to the level of like, I know what will shock people more, misogyny. Yeah. Like it's 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 bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure even in the books, the, what was his name? The, like, sellsword captain? Like, the bastard's titan or whatever? The titan's bastard. Yeah. He, oh, w- yeah, I, I bet even if he had lines in the book, every one of them wasn't like, I fuck pussy all the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> he probably had a story. Out among, like, s- several pages of exposition about, like, all of the sellsword companies that he's been involved with. Yeah. And I'm sure he's, like, also, like, eating a big turkey, like, from Universal Studios, so, like, it's... Yeah, there's, like, a page-and-a-half description of how the grease dribbled down his chin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, final question this week comes in from friends of the show Leaf Crunch, who asks, Please describe a wedding where Walder Frey is the wedding planner, and he's allowed to do anything he wants except kill anybody. Thanks. All right, this is... Hmm. 
Uh, if this I'm, is my favorite HGTV show. If I'm being like super semantic and literal, it would be exactly like this one, but without the killing because he didn't plan it. Tywin and Bruce did. Well, okay. <laughs> so, like, if we're being co- totally, completely literal, it would just be this. Like, it would be at his shitty house, and no one would have fun, really. Well, if we're taking this question in another direction, he can do anything but kill anybody. So he could basically be omnipotent and omnipresent, but he just uh, has okay. to follow Batman rules. Yeah, and just can't kill. Anybody. If Walder Frey had an hour of prep time to prepare a wedding, <laughs> could he defeat anyone? Yes. So I think that like his wedding would be like on the beach surrounded by all of his grandkids and he has a lot to drink and also he can fly and he can shoot fire out of his eyes mm-hmm. and he w- he's immortal. Um, the bedding ceremony is just like the whole thing. The whole he, he wedding. Like he didn't seem super into the wedding beyond like check out my hot granddaughter. Yeah. Like the main event of the wedding is the bedding. Yeah. Uh huh. So, yeah, he doesn't care about the storytelling leading up to the big thing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm imagining, like, those commercials where, like, the people are stepping in the berries to, like, make, I don't know, you, berry juice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's been a while. Um, but it's just, like, that's his alcohol thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, filled with, with his num-nums. Mm-hmm. And he's just sipping from that the entire time. For some reason, and, I thought the direction you were going to go is talk about how it's a commercial for, like, uh, Viagra or like a woman's health pill yeah, or something. It's where, Cialis, and he, it's, he we're like the biggest bone bone. No, but it's like nothing in the commercial has anything to do with boners. They're just like riding horses and like playing tennis and diving into a pool. Yeah, Walter Frey's hang gliding as they're like talking about the side effects. Yeah, that's his wedding. He just does all this <laughs> cool tricks and shit, and no one gets married. Yeah, you mayhaps have constipation. Mm-hmm. If you have constipation lasting longer than four hours, please eat a giant fucking salad bowl of salt. (laughs) Yeah, and it just, oh man, it's just like Golden Corral, but all it is is bread and salt. Like a a salt fountain? (laughs) Ah, All the kids are sticking their grubby little hands in the salt fountain. Just what I needed. Mm. Uh, If you have a question, you can send it in, once again, postgameofthrones.tumblr.com or postgot at gmail.com. And that's the episode. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've GOT to go. We s- did actually somehow make goofs in this one. Yeah, we did it. I didn't think it was possible, but we did it, Reddit. Yeah, we did it. Um, oh. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, because we have a, a fun announcement. Got it. Uh, after next week's episode, which uh, the ending of we're going to need a fucking breather from because it's the oh, worst Christ. thing to ever happen. Yeah, right. we, we're going to need a we're going to take some time to recharge. You know, take in everything we saw. We've been beginning the dance for quite some time. Yeah, we've been beginning the dance, and we're going to take a break from the dance. But next time on Post Game of Thrones, no. We're going to do an episode that we've wanted to do for a long time, which is to talk about anything but Game of Thrones. Yeah. So not next week. I'll I'll say not next episode, but the episode after. We're just going to talk about whatever. Yeah. So we can feel fresh going into season four which we think is the good one but we also thought this was the good yeah one. we thought that we super thought three was the good one it's been okay but yeah like this was a good episode all things considered but yeah. but nothing ungoofable so if you have any topics you want us to talk about any other questions that aren't about this show or if you need like homework help on, yeah like, anything the presidents send it you. in for that 
and uh, we'll, we'll bring it up on that episode. You want us to like do like a Kermit and Kermit the Frog impression? I'm sure one of us could do that. Um, Kermit the Frog. See, yeah. told you. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So tune in for my Kermit the Frog impression. <laughs> Every impression I can do is only one like sentence. Like my entire Obama impression is no. Let me be clear. <laughs> and like, your entire Cal Drogo impression is Voss. Also, <laughs> that. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, two episodes from now will be the not post-Game of Thrones extravaganza. Yeah. So you have that to look forward to. Yeah. This will be the ultimate test, because I think a lot of people have been, like, joking with their friends and be like, I could make a podcast out of this. Yeah, and I super tell people to not do that all the time. But, like, you need to have, like, a hook so people tune in. And but we're, we're throwing all the rules into the wind. And you're yeah. gonna say fuck it. Yeah, and speaking of us saying fuck it, um, pl- if you haven't already, please consider sending us a review on iTunes. Yeah, because we're our self esteem is very low, and we need gratification. Yeah. Every every like I see the five stars, but I need more. Yeah, like I'm like a katamari of iTunes <laughs> reviews, and I'm just rolling, but I haven't sucked anything up for a long time. Yeah, and I'm gonna lose a level. I'm the, I'm the little flower, and I need your iTunes reviews in order <laughs> to survive. You have to use your pee. You have to use your pee to give us five stars on iTunes, or else I will die. Don't let him fucking die. <laughs> please don't let me die. And please, keep it sloshing. Please water Eddie with your praise. <laughs> See you next time. Sonic the Hedgehog, bye. <laughs>